שלום וברכה, good evening. I'm, uh, I'm so thankful to the Creator that uh, He gives me this opportunity all the time to be among my friends here on the social media. Here we can be without masks, we can talk freely, I don't need to be politically correct. I can uh, allow myself to 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 reveal my uh, my true self my uh, my holy fingerprint this is a, a wonderful blessing for me to have this opportunity um, to be honest and to be truthful with you guys it's written and Rav Belitalmidim there is no rabbi without students the meaning of the word rabbi, rabbi, is that he is Rosh B'nai Israel, that he is the head of the people of Israel. So he is the head, not because he is a head, because he is wise, because he is gifted, just because that he is leading the nation of Israel. That's why he worth something, because that he has followers, because that really people cares about what he says and. There is similarity in the there is similarity in the souls of the rabbi of, and his children and his children and his uh, students because really um, he is like the the cap that is completing um, the the jar. He's the one who who is wrapping the package. The real information that is coming to the mind of the teacher is the wisdom that is required for his students. The reason why I am talking about certain topics like the real true nature of the children of Israel, who they really are, where, where they are really located, the fact that I'm talking so much about self-esteem, finding your true self, being happy with who you are, all those things that I'm talking about in my lectures, in my classes, are coming to my mind in a very precise supervision by the Creator for me to present those things to you because they're so needed and required for you guys. This is why many times you're experiencing it yourself and yourselves that you're saying that and I see that many times in the comments you spoke directly to me thank you so much for bringing that topic it was exactly what I needed to hear and it's like in one class I can see it 50 times I can hear like 50 different people who will tell me the same thing on 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 one class and how how can it be only the creator is the one that is running that show. He's the only one that is able to bring down such precise wisdom that will suit, that will fit to hundreds and to thousands of people, to their need in the same spot, in the same moment. And the Creator, that He's above everything, He's the one who guides us. And therefore we need to throw ourselves for Him and really to be ready to sacrifice ourselves to Him in any moment of our life and not to think and not to doubt his existence 
if we can see his wonders, if we can see his greatness, who are we to doubt his supervision on our lives? And even if it's hard, and even if it's painful, and even if we cannot see anything, we should increase our faith all the time. We should strengthen ourselves all the time to believe more, and to do a little bit more, and to try with a little bit more effort, even when it's very, very hard. Even when it's so hard that you don't know. I'll share with you, like I'm always sharing with you, the honest reality of our life because that's what I'm guiding you and that's what I'm teaching you. We supposed to move from the house we're renting now in Orlando to another place. And every time we're thinking about the right direction, we don't have the answer. We don't know where to go and what to do. And every place and every direction that we try to take, okay, we're going to move to that place, we're going to move to that place, Hashem is closing those doors. And we're working with prayers and we're working with our logic and we're working with our hearts and we're trying to sense and to feel and to realize and to understand. And we're doing everything with so much heart and we're trying to realize what Hashem wants from us. What like really is the thing that you, the Creator, our Father in Heaven, wants from us. And no matter what we do, no matter how much effort we invest in that process of finding the next step for our footsteps, for our, for our family to go, we cannot find the answer, no matter what we do. No matter how many hours of prayers, no matter how much effort, how much effort we're going to put, how many phone calls, how many houses we're going to go and check, how many areas we're going to go and we can't find it. And like the most obvious thing in the world is that it will come. Like in the last moment, or in the moment that Hashem will decide, then we're going to know. That's how it works. That's the only way that it works. It works in a perfect, perfect supervision. And our mission and our test is for us not to know, and even though that we don't know what we need to do, to keep on strengthening ourselves in faith. The verse is saying, faith is in the night. Faith is in the night. What it means that the true believers are experiencing darkness all the time. When you believe, you're at darkness because faith, something that you have, is in the night. So you need to find yourself in the night to believe in Hashem. Why? Because there are two aspects to believe and follow Hashem. One is to know Him and one is to believe in Him. When you want to know Him, when you think you know Him, it's when there is light. When there is light, you can know that this is an iPhone, right? Because there is light and you can look at that device and with the light coming out from its source and hitting that device back, those beams of light are hitting back to our eyes, we can see, hey, that's a phone. You don't need to believe me that that is a phone. Why? Because you know it's a phone. I can see because of the light. So I can recognize it's a phone. But if I'll tell you that that phone is not mine, it belongs to a friend of mine, you're going to have to believe me on that. Because you cannot see his name written here on that phone. And the fact that there is uh, a picture of, my, of me on the, on the screen, 
doesn't make it mine. So if I tell you that that phone is, does not belong to me, you need to believe. Why? Because you don't have light that will show you that. I don't show you the receipt for that phone, who it belongs to. I cannot show you evidence, so you have to trust me. So faith is in the night. Faith is a place that is hidden, and in that place you are obligated, we are obligated, I am obligated to believe in Hashem, to follow Hashem. But to follow Hashem through faith is in the night, is in the dark. And this is why it's so hard, and this is why it's so complex, and this is why it's so rare to find people to follow Hashem in, in the night, because it's hard, it's painful. This is why we have only 500 or 2,000 views on every video, and not 50,000 or 50 million, because it's hard. <laughs> not everyone will throw himself into that darkness to follow Hashem. Even if you're going to promise Him heaven, even if you're going to promise Him eternal life, even if you're going to promise Him life of meaning, life of, of, of truthfulness, of like whatever, he, he, who will go into the, into the dark? Who will be so crazy to throw himself, his wife, his children, or a wife to throw herself, her husband, her children to the dark? Like, you need to be crazy. And you are. And this is why you're following my classes, because there is a similarity between the rabbi to his students. And that's your problem, that you're stuck with me. What can I say? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for walking with me in the night. Thank you for walking with us in the night. Thank you for holding our hands. Thank you for supporting our activities. Thank you for helping us to increase the faith in the world and to continue to do those wonderful things that we're doing. We're crazy people. Do you think that when Abraham, our Holy Father, started and began, began his, his Muna project in the world, so you think that people didn't call him crazy? People called him only crazy. He was only crazy. He was nothing else except for crazy. When Moses went against the stream, everyone said only crazy about him. They called him only crazy. He didn't have another name. They called him the crazy. King David, he was the craziest. Everyone are crazy. Everyone who throws himself into the dark is crazy. How are you going to define him if not like a crazy person? He is crazy. And that's it. And that's what it makes him so special and so unique. That he's not looking for comfort. That he's not looking for stability. He doesn't look for confidence. He doesn't look for comfort. He looks for Hashem. And where is Hashem? Hashem Himself is in the exile. Hashem Himself decreed on Himself the sorrow of the exile, the pain of the exile, to be separated and far from His loved ones. And Hashem, like we read in the Midrashim a few, few months ago, that Hashem is like it's written, I think it, it was in Pirkei de Rabbi Eliezer that we read the Midrash that is describing Hashem like a, a, a person who drank too much alcohol and fell and when he wakes up he wakes up to a new reality that he lost his children that he lost his his wife and he's looking all around him and he sees that his enemies when he was asleep when he f fell drunk the enemies captured the city 
destroyed his his house, kidnapped his wife and children, and took them away. And he's standing back on his feet and try to like collect his stuff. And then he falls to sadness, to a horrible sadness, to a horrible, horrible sadness and starts to cry and to mourn for his children. And we are now in that situation when he is mourning, when he is still suffering from the loss of his children to his so-called mistake. I'm not making up that story. Hashem made that decree and it was his so-called mistake. That's how it's written. That Hashem expressed his regret for the exile, for the decree that he himself decreed. That Hashem is saying, it's written in the Gemara and in the Midrashim, I, I regret for the fact I exiled my children. And, and another thing that is written, um, the father who exiled his children from, from his table doesn't eat with them anymore doesn't celebrate with them anymore doesn't host them for the holidays for this as a Shabbatot anymore he's empty handed he doesn't have anything in his life and then Hashem is saying and there is no one to break that vow to break that that decree that Hashem Himself, the Creator of the world, made, that He exiled His children, that He fell asleep like a, like God forbid, like, so to speak, like a drunk person who lost his wife and children, and it takes those two thousand years for Him to recover from that horrible loss, from that thing that He regrets on, until He becomes totally sober and dedicated to the new purpose of his life to go back and to bring back his wife and children to collect the holy sparks back from the exile from the darkness of exile and to bring us all back to mount zion to build and rebuild our home with him together and those will be the hours of redemption those will be the 1000 years of salvation and redemption that we are thirsty to see that we are desiring with no end to experience and this is exactly exactly what we're waiting for and this is why we need to call him and this is why we allow ourselves to be so brazen and 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 so like stubborn and and to insist because it's our father and to call him from his sleep to wake up and to bring us back and to collect us and not to forget even one of us, that there will be no one, one, left behind. Not only the Jewish people, all the tribes of Israel, all the children of Jacob and his wives, all the nation of Israel with no exceptions. That there will not be one person that left behind. This is the truth. And that's how it will be. And we need to know it. And we need to remember that. And we need not to back off. I have an amazing book that is talking about the holy tribes. I don't have time, but I would read and read and read for you from those books. Holy pictures that are showing lost tribes, forgotten tribes, tribes of Israel that are over there 
in all four wings of the universe. People who lives in China, people who lives in Russia, people who lives in Afghanistan, people who lives in, in Europe, people who lives in the US, people who lives in India. You have huge communities of people who lives in India, who lives in Afghanistan, that they belong to the Israeli tribes, to the tribes of Israel. You have people in Karla, people in the in in Kashmir, Kashmir, Israeli people in Kashmir, in Mexico. You have people all around in Palma de Mallorca. You have heroes holding weapons. All those are siblings of ours. Look, look. Look at those people. Look at them. They are from India, West China. Huge populations, huge groups from West China. An old person from the Chiangmin tribe of China. A whole tribe that is claiming to be Israeli. What reason in the world there is for a Chinese person to say that he's Israeli? Like, why can't he say that he's Chinese? <laughs> like, why, why does he need to be Israeli if he's not Israeli? Burma. Tribe of Menashe in Burma. Kashmir people in Saringal. Huge population. You're talking about hundreds of thousands of people that are siblings of ours. Oh, they're not Jewish. So what if they're not Jewish? So if you called one of your children Yehuda, so he's Jewish, okay? But you called another child of yours Shimon, and another child you called Levi. So you're not Yehuda, you're Shimon. You're not Shimon, you're Zvulun. You're not Zvulun, you're God, you're Asher, you're Naftali. So who cares that you're not Yehudi? Who cares that you're not from the children of Yehuda? You're not. Okay, but maybe you're from the tribe of Zvulun, from the tribe of Asher, from the tribe of Naphtali, from the tribe of, of, of Shimon. Like, okay, I'm from the tribe of Shimon. Okay, like who cares? I'm not Yudi. I'm Shimoni. Okay, like I'm still from the children of, of Yaakov. If I'm from the children of Yaakov, so like who can stop me? And if we're from the children of Yaakov and we're from the tribe of Yehuda, so... Welcome all the rest of our siblings. We're welcoming you back. We want you to come back. We are with you. And we're holding hands with you together strong. We're never going to reject you. We love you. The separation of the two kingships, the kingship of Yudah and the kingship of Israel, is something that happened 3,000 years ago. Like you want to, oh, the Jews, it's like crazy. Who knows what happened back then? It happened so long ago. There were two kingships. There were huge battles. There was a huge Yetzirah over there. What that we need to do now is to move forward and to collect our brothers, our sisters, to hold hands and to call our Father in Heaven with no end and to bring down the light now. Okay? Help us, support us, help us to reveal the light between and among our siblings around the world and let us um, continue with our activity. Pray for us and help us to succeed and may Hashem answer to all your prayers and all your requests and you will see wonders in your life, miracles and, and, and 
huge spiritual illuminations and, and physical blessings in every aspect of your life. Amen. Thank you. Shunga Bhagavad Gita Yatsotin